everyone, and Hello. welcome back. <laughs> sorry. And welcome back oh, to... <laughs> <laughs> Do you know... Oh, no, I stood on the wires. Oh, dear. Carry on, carry on. Doing a Scottish accent, you've got to try and, like, roll your R's a bit with it, and yeah. I struggle with that. Okay. So, the original, original Copycats, Copycats podcast. podcast. So, uh, I don't know why we're doing Coming into Scottish. your ears today. <laughs> today. <laughs> Because nothing's more manly than a Scottish accent. Coming in your ears. Coming in your, right in your, I'll get real close, coming right into your ear. <laughs> right, well, anyway. Um, sorry. Ah, uh, so sorry. Carry on. How are you? I'm alright, very warm today. Yeah, it's fucking hot today. 27 to degrees. Yeah, so apologies if you can hear like a background fan, we've got one. We've. It's on the... The lowest setting, just because I am a big guy, and if I don't have a breeze, this podcast wouldn't be possible. Uh, or Alex would have to do it on his own because I would die. And I'm a small guy, so if it was any stronger, it'd probably blow it me would. out the window. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me that, I'll, I'll turn it up. We're like, hello, and welcome back to the. That's me flying out the window. <laughs> that was really loud, I'm so sorry, you got edited out. Fuck's sake. <laughs> anyway, so um, today we're going to be doing something a little bit different. Um, we haven't got an anus for this one. So sorry. I'm sorry to everyone that loves my anus. Mum, <laughs> if you're listening. Why, why are you saying it? Why are you going to turn it weird, man? Why? Your mum's an angel. You can't be saying stuff like that. Now, he wasn't talking about his anus. Um, anyway, um, yes, yeah, so we don't have an anus today uh sorry for that um so actually yeah before we start i just want to say thank you to people you're welcome right yeah cheers josh cheers, for mate. thank you for providing the the space that we're in thank right you now. for acknowledging the space that we're in right now <laughs> <laughs> i'm aware that we're in a house yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no carry on with your heartfelt thank you to all the lovely people well, that i'm have... not gonna take huge amounts of time but i do want to dedicate a little bit just to just just to say thanks to everyone that's bothered to send us a nice message with some kind words a bit of feedback it's uh it's, it's really nice to hear that people are listening to us and actually want to continue to listen and to it us is, to yeah, it will be at work and a message will pop through of uh, somebody commenting and it is very heartwarming so thank you yeah thank you very much um it gets me through my day yeah <laughs> <laughs> If there's one reason I don't want to slit my wrists, it's thanks to the <laughs> listeners. <laughs> and you can continue working with Samaritans uh, on your spare time. <laughs> For just one uh, a month, you can stop me from slitting my wrists. <laughs> one what? One uh. <laughs> it's just a generic noise I started. I just wanted to make a grunting noise. <laughs> But for just one of them a month. Uh, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Please so, message Alex privately with just ugh. And <laughs> Not you, Mum. You do that enough. <laughs> yeah, she looks at you. Ugh. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I got joy already. <laughs> Three minutes in. Come on. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, thanks for everyone. Um, it's it's awesome to hear some feedback and that. 
So, uh, today we're going to be doing a personal story of mine, which is my trip to Amsterdam. Uh, Amsterdam! <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do me uh, Scottish Was that you, what you trying to do? <laughs> no, my, my, uh, I had a spasm. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, just a description as to why this story we believe to be uh, an interesting story to tell is that if we haven't already des- described Alex or you haven't seen him in any of our videos, he is a small pasty white ginger kid um and his invite i love him to pieces but he does not belong in a place like amsterdam he would be swept away with all the used condoms and the <laughs> have i told you this story before <laughs> you well you told me part of it yeah um but no it's just it's just it's, it's a funny concept because you really went out of your comfort zone with this trip and mm. as much as I was very proud of you at the time it is hilarious to think of the stories that you you know experienced out on your trip to Amsterdam again you'd, you would get blown away by a heavy wind so. <laughs> the only blowing that's going on okay go on and explain we're being multicultural today yeah. Scottish and French mm. <laughs> My chair keeps creaking. Well, that's your fault. Sit still then. Sorry. All right, go on. So, uh, yeah, basically, um, this was back in February of uh, 2020. So, just before all the I've pandemic heard, I'm shit. sorry. I've never heard somebody say 2020. You're the first person. I'm not saying it doesn't I'm a trendsetter, exist. mate. I think you are, yeah, because yeah? everybody else has said 2020. Yeah. I've never heard 2020. I've never before. called it but 2020 before. Yeah, you're not you're not wrong. Obviously, that's what it is. But 2020 just sounded really like alien to me then. It sounds old school. Oh, that's you in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Back in my day in 2020, <laughs> I was nearly a really good Grandpa Simpson. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> too high pitched. <laughs> well. You. Blow my body down and zigger zigger. <laughs> no, no. That was it, wasn't it? That was something similar. I just, I can't believe you brought that back. <laughs> that wasn't a thing to start with to even bring back. Oh God, no! I was just thinking because it was like That's an old timey perspective voice. What? It was like uh, your oh, grandpa the, the Simpson impression. Thing. Yeah, and then it said. I had to do the knee the, slap. The knee slap at the same time with the... What yeah, was, and what like was an old-timey perspective voice. Yeah, I can try it again. I think, oh, no, it was all, It was slam my body down. Slam my body <laughs> down and zig-a-zig. Uh. Well, slam my body down and zig-a-zig. Uh. You didn't slap the knee. <laughs> that just sounded like you were slapping a bitch. <laughs> Oh no, this is taking a turn. We're only, now we're seven <laughs> minutes in. This is the turn it's taken. Okay, carry on. Okay, well, anyway. So, this was back in 2020. There we go. Um, sticking with it, okay. <laughs> I'd spoken to my brother about um, something completely unrelated to do with a girl. And he brought up the fact that he was going to Amsterdam in a few weeks' time. And he wanted to know if I'd go with him and ask this girl to come with us mm-hmm. in the chance of, obviously, like... Getting together. Get laid. What? Um, okay, you jump straight to that. You. <laughs> what did you say? I was just getting together. Oh. I was being nice Getting together it. in harmony. 
Okay, now go back to the game lead. With my dick. This <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> is so weird that you talk like that. Oh, oh. Oh, slam her body down and... <laughs> You'll go hard, you'll slam her body down. Oh, this is like a WWE move. It's <laughs> fucking like head. Is <laughs> Randy Orton slithering in? And out and in. And out. Oh, no. <laughs> no. He's definitely I'm Randy. I love this. I'm, so, I've missed this. <laughs> I got to see, actually, I want to say how nice it is to be in the same room again. Wow. Is this. A t- All right, mate. <laughs> The first episode we've done in ages that's not, that's not over Discord. Yeah, so it's big. Fucking hell. Big and we've done so much as well. Let's just remind ourselves quickly what we've done in the time since doing these Discord recordings as well. The collaboration that in the last episode with the Icomera yeah, podcast guys. Definitely, definitely, Jeez. definitely go and check that one out. If you're a fan of true crime or us... Um, <laughs> wait, if We're you're not a fan of us, you should have already listened to that one. I know. Yeah, I know. Come on, what are you doing? It's but yeah, episode. definitely go check that one out because that was absolutely fucking brilliant. Yeah, and I mean, all the episodes have been brilliant. I, I'm not going to put one over the other, but that one was definitely better. Yeah, but what you've got to um, remember is most of the time you're 50% of the podcast, and that's what brings it down. So in that one, you were only 25% of the podcast, so we had at least, you know, 75%. Shall I? Shall I Turn turn the fan up and just blow myself up. The out fan's the already taken like part of your percentage, mate, of this ed- podcast being entertaining. Percentage. I like that word. Yes. So <laughs> I thought that was quite a that's a hip word. It's, it sounds it's to counteract your 2020. <laughs> <laughs> sounds more intelligent than it actually is. I never claimed to be intelligent. No one did. No. So just, uh, just yeah. Uh, so asked. So, my brother asked <laughs> if... <laughs> I just said his name there. Um, <laughs> I know that's going to be cut out, but I can help myself in your face. Carry on. So, my brother asked me if I wanted to come along with him to Amsterdam. Now, usually, I would have said no. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have. Right. 100% no, because mm-hmm. Amsterdam, to me, was a place where crackheads went, right? Now, this makes no sense, because I was not informed about what Amsterdam was, but I always saw Amsterdam as a very similar place to, like, Ibiza in my head. Okay, so like a party capital. Yeah, exactly. And I was thinking, oh, God, it's all going to be fucking boat parties and getting shot up and... Shot up? It's 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 not an American high school, mate. Oh, my God. Decide whether you want to keep that in or not. <laughs> yeah, that's that's going in. Um, I, I think we've said worse. <laughs> I think we've heard that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I meant the... heroin. Okay. Oh god, I can't tell what's worse. Oh dear. Definitely the school shoot is <laughs> worse. Oh. So, yeah. <laughs> so I thought uh, this place was just going to be full of idiots basically yeah which is it's no insult to anybody that is actually a reasonable thing to believe as somebody from our background that's that's how we portrayed all those kind of places they're no different from the other it's yeah. full of drug taking alcoholics <laughs> that just like to get their dick out and shag anything with a heartbeat pretty much yeah that's that's how i felt so initially i would have said no but 
Now this is um, a little. A little. Of... You went really. Did I? <laughs> you went. This is a little. This is a little like uh, <laughs> yeah. fucking peep you on a curtain. I'm about to tell you a story. <laughs> to use a, a phrase that our a good friend Tom Norris <laughs> says a lot. Peep behind a fucking curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you didn't notice you did it. No, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I I struggle with the word little sometimes anyway because my I try and say that, the word that, yeah. and I'm like little, but, we, but then I sound like a posh. Yeah, prick. exactly. We we have so, this way where we say it, but there's like there's hardly any emphasis on that. T. So it's more like Lil. 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 Lil Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, I got that first bitch. So yeah, I was doing this um, other thing at the time, right? And if anyone's familiar with uh, Yes Man, the film or the book. The film with Jim, Jim Carrey in, and the book written by Danny Wallace. Um, I definitely recommend both because they're really good. They're, they're a little bit different from each other, but yeah. I basically decided to do that um, for a long time, and it was going all right. But th- I started it at the beginning of the year, and obviously this was sort of end of January, just before February. And just in um, case you're not familiar with either one of those two things that Alex might have mentioned, essentially the concept is you pretty much I'm say yes to just everything. Gonna explain it that. just sounded like you were going on a tangent no. of boringness. No. Thank fuck. Fuck you, mate. Right. So <laughs> it sounded like you were gonna trail off to the story. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, basically the concept is, as Josh has said, if you're presented with a suggestion or an opportunity, you say yes to it regardless of what it is. And I thought, oh, this would be a good experiment to try and see how... I thought oh. it was your stomach, then. It's not that loud, mate. Fucking hell. Um, Out of all the options you could have gone for, you went for my stomach. <laughs> you son of a bitch. Don't want to say it's your ass. That would be better than my stomach. My fat, Why? fucking hungry stomach is just growling at you. Okay. It was so, yesterday. Um, yeah, if you're, if you're presented with a suggestion or an opportunity, you say yes to it, regardless of what it is, in the hopes of basically coming out your shell more and becoming more of yourself and discovering what you like to... All right, mate. Within reason as well, by the way. Just so Yeah, obviously nothing immoral. Of or if anyone knows about the challenge, they can't take the piss and go like, oh, I'll just kill that guy. Yeah, well, you wouldn't have, you wouldn't have been able to. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I'm, I'm um, blowing my mustache too, mate. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> blowing your mustache. <laughs> fucking do it. Bitch. Get away from me. Thought <laughs> <laughs> you were into that. I don't know where this podcast is going. We just have 15 minutes of absolute shite. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was doing this at the time and I decided that I'd have to say yes to going to Amsterdam, obviously. This was a scary thing for me um, because of how I saw Amsterdam at the time. Yeah. So I was like, oh shit, is it going to be a bad decision or is it going to be one that I live to enjoy? Yeah. You know? So um, I said yes and we booked in the time and the date and everything and we set off for Amsterdam. So a little fun little uh, fact here is apparently they filmed the film The Hitman's Bodyguard in Amsterdam, which I didn't know. Right? Then why are you looking at me for some sort of like reassurance and like acceptance? I didn't come here for. You're only, the, you're only the co-host, mate. You're I only supposed to interact with the mate, story. We're both co-hosts. That's what makes it fucking. 
Yeah, that's what the word co means. Exactly. Fucking, yeah. You know. What are you on about? So trying to degrade my I'm not degrading. No. There was no You're just point. the co-host. I said you're talk. only the co-host. What's that got to do with the price of cheese? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. We didn't so, come here for a lesson. Tell us a story. I was looking at pictures as the time was nearing to, um, to the trip. And that's where I found out it was filmed. There. Um, which I thought was cool. Um, apparently they had Anne's Frank house... <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> they had it what out on public display? <laughs> and Frank's house, not Anne's Frank house. <laughs> <laughs> the house was very straightforward. <laughs> not to be frank. <laughs> oh, she didn't like to hide it. Oh, oh my dear. God. Um, so. Yeah, apparently there was Anne's Frank. Wow. Mate, get it right. Wow. It was Anne <laughs> Frank's, Frank's house. house. Come on. Was dude. there with a, a lot of. Um, By the way, my window's open. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to be like, what the fuck? Are they talking about fucking Anne Frank's house? <laughs> uh, and there's several museums there as well, which I was quite excited about because I'm a boring bastard. Yes. Um, you said it. Then, obviously, there's this massive culture of weed. In Amsterdam. Ah, the devil's right. lettuce. Yes, jazz lettuce. <laughs> Can you stop making that <laughs> much fucking noise? <laughs> so, I was a little bit hesitant when it came to weed because of its sort of... The way that we viewed it in our house. Okay. Um, it was a very, like, no-no thing. It's a taboo thing. Not it, allowed to... This is my no-no square, you know? It was... Fuck's <laughs> <laughs> Um... Yeah, it was like I don't know how to describe it. It wasn't like massively frowned upon, but it was yeah, don't do it. Basically, okay, that was pretty much how I, I know your household. Is, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and my little brother at the time was very, very against any form of drug, whether it's recreation. Recreation. Mate, <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is spiraling. We've not had a guest on today, so we're spiraling. Um, yeah. So. I was a bit sort of like, hmm, about the weed thing, and I was... Can you stop saying... <laughs> say Just say H. So my brother tried to reassure me about the weed thing, and saying that it basically wasn't bad, there was no, like, side effects to it, really, and that no one was ever died from it, etc, etc, etc. So I sort of had my mind put to ease uh, about that. Pi says here it didn't really work. Okay. <laughs> well, you put it down, mate. <laughs> Years of it being reinforced as a bad thing and with it being illegal in the UK was making it difficult for me to warm to it. That's what I've put there. And because just, you're just a little so pussy everyone, bitch. <laughs> just so everyone knows, I, I've got a little um, diary here that I'm sort of reading through. So if I take a break... At all. I well, think that was one why. thing that scared you as well, is obviously because of being a UK resident, the laws in the UK is what is stuck in your mind. Yeah. So when you go out of the UK to different countries or different, go to different cultural areas, you're still stuck in the mindset that you're in the UK and the same rules apply, mm. which I would make the transition for you to even go anywhere near any weed difficult because in your mind you're thinking, if I'm caught with this, yeah. you're done. But then you go on later to talk about 
prostitutes in the window. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you could have told that it's a completely different area, completely it's different. The culture over there is weird. Yeah. Like, it's brilliant, but it's weird. So, um, my friends had different reactions. Several had the laddish approach, as I've put it. Okay. Where it's like, hey, tits, weed, booze, uh, you know, lads. I thought he was going to go tits, weed, boobs then. I was like, ah, <laughs> oh, you little virgin mind. They're the same thing. And one had a more caring way of wishing me a good time. That was very nice. Who was and that? that was you. Was actually. it? Yeah. Oh, shit, yeah, I did. I didn't want you to jump to any conclusions and shag a bitch and waste your opportunity. <laughs> I remember that. Uh, when I went to bed that night, I made sure everything was in order and went to bed early, though I couldn't get to sleep for four hours, just laying there staring at nothing in particular. Is this what being high is like, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're a nice ceiling, man. When did this stars oh, radical. Oh, you're just falling out your window. You're like, where, where did those stars go? When did I put oh them my up God, my ceiling? I can fly? Oh, oh my God, my back really hurts. I can't so, move. <laughs> I'm paralysed. <laughs> I woke at 3.30. <laughs> I woke at half past three in the next morning and set off to pick my brother and his girlfriend up, who were the people I was going with. Uh, so just to put into sort of perspective, the company I was in was my brother and his girlfriend, which just oh, third was a little bit awkward at times, but there we go. Uh, we left Swindon to the tune of... Yeah, I like bad bitches playing in the car. <laughs> what? Why did you put that in? <laughs> That's what we did. What? See, you made sure as soon as you passed the no. leaving Swindon sign, you were like, put that back on. <laughs> Where's the bad bitches song? No, my brother put it on. He was like, hey, there's a tune. And it was like, I like bad bitches, but that's my fucking problem, whatever it is, I don't know. Um... It was slightly under two hours to Gatwick Airport, and we were all buzzing. Who all except me, me. Oh, no wonder uh, it took two hours. <laughs> Jesus. All except me, whose nerves outweighed the excitement as usual. Yes. Uh, once we were through the airport, and I'd been searched for sec- at security for some reason, I relaxed. The plane was delayed for half an hour, though, which was shit. How many fingers? Oh, no, it says an hour. Sorry, I don't know why I said half an hour. How many fingers? You were searched by security. Oh, no, I think it's the belt. The belt I was wearing, I think. It's definitely because they saw where you were going. And, and then they were like, take your belt off, mate. And then it still beeped. And I think it's because I had, like, buckly zipper things. <clears throat> anyway. Um, <laughs> we were in the air for 45 minutes or so, and we were on the ground before I knew it. As soon as we landed, we all thought we could smell weed. Oh, oh, weed everywhere. This was me trying to figure out whether I was just being an absolute cretin and being a real nerd about it and going, I smell weed. I just got off the plane. It's not around me. But I'm pretty sure it was weed. Maybe they were just growing it at the airport. (laughs) (laughs) So I hope your flight was all right. Here's have some weed. um, When we got picked up by the Uber driver, he was a bit fucking nuts to be honest like driving all over the fucking shop now I found that with um, taxi drivers in general in foreign countries no they're just confident drivers I don't know when you've driven the same roads for god knows how many years yeah but it doesn't mean you drive on the wrong side of the road I remember right side tangent I was coming back from town once 
and I'd I think it was with the same people actually um, and we were getting a taxi back and this guy I kid you not from town all the way to where I live he drove on the wrong side of the road because it was like 2 o'clock in the morning so there was no traffic and he was driving on the wrong side of the road like 60 the entire way I'm like you're going to kill us and we left them a rather scathing review such a little bitch wait it's fucking reckless driving such a little bitch (laughs) (laughs) fucking then so if I did that it would be wrong but if that guy I know I'm a little little bitch little Wayne (laughs) you went in control of the vehicle you can't exactly that's even worse nah you've got to trust him if he rips up the handbrake he knows what he's doing so when we arrived, we went looking for a bit, a bit of the happy. <laughs> we went around. We went looking around for a bit. That's what it says. Oh, okay. I thought the first thing you did when you got off the plane was like, right, I need to get some fucking wee. I need a bit. Um, <laughs> no. So we went around looking around. <laughs> you were only on the plane for forty-five minutes. Imagine you were that desperate. <laughs> I've gone 23 years without weed 45 just, minutes later I can imagine you shouting into like the Ryanair hostess's face like get me on the fucking plane and get some weed <laughs> oh, you're in the not air not quite you're in the air you go out of any kind of jurisdiction of any police force you're like give me some fucking weed bitch I tell you it was the highest I was was when I was in the plane 30,000 feet yeah yeah so <laughs> We found, um, we first went to a place called Smokies, and this was like in the town centre of Amsterdam. Sounds nice. Yeah, I thought, oh, I'm not sure about this, because my my, uh, brother wanted to go straight in for the weed, (coughs) and what? (laughs) Well, it's... I guess imagine your brother again. Like I knew you, I know your brother, and I, I don't know him very well. I don't know what he's into, but like the fact that he's gone straight off the plane is like now, everything we just joked about is exactly pretty much what I now imagine just him doing. Yeah, fair enough. Um, he did. He, he did want to get straight on it, and I was more hesitant because I was like, "Well, we've only just landed. Jesus, you know, can we like calm down a bit?" And he was like, all right, fair enough. We'll just go and have a look, see what they got. So we went into Smokies, and by God, the smell was horrendous. It oh. was like burnt plastic. Oh. Yeah, like really deep. It was sort of the smell that would burn your nostril hairs when you smell it. Oh. And I was like, oh, dear. Gee, what was no, Smokies? Not like this. I know you're going to explain it's, it. It sounds um, like a bar, like restaurant thing. Smokies is a coffee shop, as they oh. call it. Right? Oh, that's grim. So it's not a coffee shop. It's a coffee shop, which is where people go literally to smoke their weed, um, and you can buy edibles. Oh, and oh, so so your brother got what you he know. wanted anyway? Yeah, pretty much. Like we went there, we decided not to get anything because it was absolutely rammed in there. Yeah. Then we went to a different one down uh, down a side street, and that was just as bad. After uh, walking around for a while, we finally found a very small place, which was more like I got the vibe of like a Caribbean bar from it. I don't know why, but that's the sort of vibe I got. Was there rasters? Uh, I don't remember, to be honest. We'll say yes. Um, so the woman behind the bar was like, Yeah, man, you want some weed? Yes, there was then. <laughs> I don't see colour. I didn't say colour, I just said, was there rasters in there? 
which is implying the fact that somebody talking like what you've just described. I never once mentioned colour in the statement of was there rascals in there. I <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I've, oh dear. I've seen some white Jamaican men with the same kind of accent. I was not stereotyping the rascals. <laughs> I was thinking a raster mouse. Exactly, so, that's a white mouse, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I question myself things. I, I fucked just, up. I only watched like three episodes of Raster Mouse, so I didn't want to fuck that up as well. It's fine, it's fine. There's no so, judgment here. Uh, and the fact I can just... Yeah, you can touch me now, yeah, I can, Voldemort. I can... I can touch you. No. Stop, that's fucking weird. Go back to your answers. <laughs> I know it should so, never come up in our lifetime, but never let me see you coming. <laughs> I do never want to see your coom face. Thank you. You're right. I call you mid drink though, I'm so sorry. Look at L. Warn me. Why was I meant to- Oh, by the way, Alex, I'm about to mention your cum face. Like, how am I meant to prepare you for that? <laughs> I, I wouldn't have this natural reaction if I was like Alex and by the way at about 30 <laughs> minutes and 53 seconds I'm about to throw you a bit yeah you're gonna love it oh, dear. it's gonna be about your cum face and I never want to see it in my lifetime I'm loving this right <laughs> so <Ba-da-ba-ba-ba>. <laughs> <sighs> sorry okay. where was I I don't know Whatever coffee you, shop coffee shop so we it. went to this uh, Caribbean bar yes. thing and the woman behind the, the bar was not a raster. Okay. And she didn't sound like that. And so she said, oh, um, if you want to order anything uh, drink-wise, you need to drink it in here. You can't leave with it or anything. And oh, I was shit. Like, oh. What did they lace it with? Fuck knows. So we left because we just ordered a brownie. And, oh, no, 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 that was it. Um, if you ordered a brownie, if you wanted to sit in the shop, you had to order a drink. Okay. That was it. So we left because we were like, well, we don't want to order drinks. So we sat outside on a bench next to this um, stream or canal or whatever it is. And I had my first bite of a weed brownie. And it didn't really do much, if I'm honest. I ate it and I was like expecting it to hit me pretty much straight away, but it didn't. And I was quite disappointed by it. So we carried on walking for a bit. And by the time we got back to the hotel, I think it had started to hit me then because I was feeling very sort of <laughs> you think it was like happy and like, yeah, I didn't know, did I? <laughs> You're there with the brownie trying to like inject it into your arms. <laughs> this is how it works. It's not going in. <laughs> yeah. Wanted to get shot up. How do I get it straight into my blood? <laughs> so we went back to the hotel and we um, checked our bags in properly and everything like that um, because we'd gone there before to put the bags in but we just kept them beyond reception you don't care uh, so <laughs> get, I was ca- uh, stifling a yawn then as well <laughs> oh dear um, this is good isn't it yes, so I then we like went to uh, a few gift shops and stuff like that and a sex shop mm. right? now me being Homie. me horny <laughs> horny um, yeah, we went into the sex shop, and me being me, I was very awkward. Yeah, um, didn't oh, really know what to do, what to touch. 
and excuse me, Miss, could I touch this? That's my penis. <laughs> excuse me, Miss. <laughs> yeah. What? Um, women don't have penises. Why? You've just pissed off a lot of people. I, I don't care. There's it's a, it's a biological fact. <laughs> so there was a woman behind the counter, and she was like, "Yeah, man, what kind of weed you?" <laughs> Wait, no. you said- um, <laughs> She said, oh, um, those anal beads are half price, by the way. Oh, is that what you were looking at? Hmm. Apparently so. to play with on the floor. I didn't know they were anal beads. I thought they were a necklace. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to, like, put them on and be like, hey, Please don't tell brother. me you tried to put anal beads around your neck. <clears throat> we left the shop because I didn't want to buy the necklace. I, I, I it could have been like a gimp necklace. But at least that's got spikes in it, and it has some kind of iteration of a necklace. Yeah. We left there. We went to another gift shop, okay. and we bought another some... gift shop. That was a sex shop. Yeah, we went in a gift shop before. Okay. Um, and we bought some weed cookies, which we were going to have later on. Then we decided to go to the red light district. Okay. Right. And this, I've spoken about before on the podcast, but not. Like I've heard, yeah. Um, so this is possibly one of the strangest things I've ever experienced. <laughs> it's funny because <laughs> the red light district is what mo. It's like a kid in a candy store for you, a virgin down the red light district. <laughs> yeah, it should be better than it was. <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, damn morals. That's all I'm going to say. No, good morals. I'm glad they were there. You yeah. Throw yeah. it away for some random... Well, yeah, it, it gave me some perspective that I'm not some weird sexual freak. And uh, to be fair, but... and I'm not just trying to win favour with our female audience here, I, I don't like the idea. Obviously, you're going to tell the story, so I'm not going to go too much into it. But there's no way a, a, a man can walk... Or any human being can walk down the red light district and be happy with the way people are treated down there. Mm. No, I mean, yeah, it was very bizarre. Women are, are a, a species <laughs> that are meant to be praised and enjoyed, but not in that concept. They've got, you know, I mean, it's, it's yeah. Just... It, it, mm, I don't really want to go down that route too much. Yeah, um, but obviously there is a lot of exploitation when it comes to the sex industry and stuff. So we're well aware of that, me and you. But yeah, yeah, that's not what this is about. So well, it's part of the trip. Well, it wasn't really. Oh, did you? I didn't exploit any women. No, you didn't exploit them, but you had to unfortunately witness. Yeah, the the, the exploitation, <laughs> exploitation, exploration. I don't know why my um, fat tongue just hit the roof of my mouth. Then it really fucked up. <laughs> Export. <laughs> so, when you get to the red light district, um, it's separated off by these bollards in the middle of the pavement to sort of signify where it begins and where it ends. Okay. And it has red lights on them. Oh, really? Uh, which is a little nod to it. Um, and you've also got the purple light district, right? Oh. Which I didn't know about. Which is where all the transsexuals and stuff oh, okay. go. So if you're into that sort of stuff, it's that's where you go. Lights. Okay. Um, there was a rhyme for it, and I can't remember what it was. Uh, no, I was going to sing a nursery rhyme that might have resolved around the purple like, purple like, that woman's got a dick. 
Purple light, what a delight. That woman's got a dick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to clip that. (laughs) So matter of fact about it. Yeah, I'm trying to... um, Purple light, what a delight. Yeah. That woman's got a dick. (laughs) Uh, Don't be scared. It's all fair. Um... I don't know, someone else. They've got facial hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh dear, we're definitely cancelled. That's our new uh, intro. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I singing it in the tune of Jingle Bells? That's why there. Purple light, it's a delight. That woman's got a dick. Don't be scared, it's all fair. They've all got facial hair. Hey! (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, we. (laughs) Just for a comparison, guys, if you've gotten this far into the podcast, just go re listen to the first 10 minutes of the first ever one we uploaded. Come back to where you left us off here, and you will find out just in 20 episodes how different we are. I'm still watching Superbad. (laughs) So. (laughs) Oh Oh, dear. I'm crying. This. Brilliant. So we get into the red light district. Okay. And um, the rules are, if there's a red light on, they are uh, busy, I think? Don't, why are you looking at the monitor like the monitor's going to give you an answer? I'm thinking, mate, and I'm just <laughs> happens to be staring in that direction. I need to check. So there's a rule, and basically if the red light is on, then they're free, and you can go in and see them. Free? Um, yeah, they're not free. They're quite expensive, but no, I'm generally just of the Robbie Rotten, thing. <laughs> the meme. Oh yeah, like, free. Our prostitutes. Um, <laughs> Me, he, she, prostitutes. Um, yeah, so uh, I'm walking down these alleys and. It, the embarrassing thing for me so let me sum up how I felt about the red light district basically the the best way I could sum up my feelings about it was that it felt like it was a very personal thing despite the amount of people there were there so usually private things you're on your own yeah yes seeing a naked woman is usually something you do on your own yeah you don't generally have a lot of other people... Tell that to people that fucking gangbangs. Generally... Or, three or more is a crowd at. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> three or more. So, <laughs> like, if you're having sex with your missus, uh, you're generally on your own. If you're watching porn, generally you're Unless on your you're own. Unless you're a cuckold, then you like to watch other men shag your missus. Yeah, but I'm not. You don't have a missus. <laughs> How do you know? I really like the idea of another man shagging me away. stand outside people's windows like, oh yeah. <laughs> You're so much of a cockhold. <laughs> You've got to be locked out of the bedroom while shagging, <laughs> shagging another man. <laughs> You're right there, do you want a drink? <laughs> yeah, dominoes, do you want anything? <laughs> so, yeah, um, that's the way I could sum it up because yeah. it was a very strange experience um, walking down these alleys, seeing these women in barely any clothing and some of them were naked some of them weren't but the naked ones 
were obviously the ones that attracted more attention. And they'd stand there next to the window and they'd waggle their, li- their finger at you. <laughs> <laughs> they waggle their little dicks at you. <laughs> I was in the purple light district. And it was just weird because they'd look directly at you. And if you made eye contact with them, like, it was like, oh, God, yeah. this is weird. So generally, I'd just look at the floor and carry on. Yeah, but you've um, got to remember from the women's point of view as well, they're probably not thinking like that. Or they're just thinking, no, no. if I catch his eye, I've hooked him and I'm getting some money today. Yeah, exactly. They're in it for that yeah. and that alone. And I respect that if that's what you want to do. Fair enough. Grind, but that's one of their moves. Um, But I, I I don't know. I'm just awkward. So I carried on walking down the aisles, um, alleys. It's not a shop. Just in Asda. (laughs) Excuse me. Could you tell me where your prostitutes are? Excuse me. Can you grab that prostitute off the top shelf? I can't reach. Oh, if you can't reach, maybe you should go for some midget. The preference aisle is over there. Call them midgets. What do you call them then? Just a little person. (laughs) So much less demeaning. I thought you could. No. Well, about dwarf then? Can you say dwarf? It's dwarfism. But yeah, I don't think they like being called a dwarf. You can't. I apologise for saying (laughs) midget and the purple light jokes. (laughs) 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 I should probably apologise for that. Um, But I got. Why, why would they say if you went into Asda yeah and you wanted someone off the top shelf the cashier or whoever's helping you wouldn't be like sorry sir because you can't grab that item off the top shelf you're not having that one so I'm going to give you a smaller version of the thing you're after that's not how it works they just get a step ladder out uh, true what are you doing the... step ladder <laughs> <laughs> Josh is gone. <laughs> I just imagined it. So the woman's like stuck or whatever. It's like, what are you doing, this step ladder? Shit, sorry, the excitement. Spreads her legs. No. <laughs> and then the camera pans around and it's just a step ladder. <laughs> oh, we'd be brilliant oh, at the adult in film industry. <laughs> I wouldn't. I can't even walk down a fucking road with them. <laughs> what was step ladder? Yeah. Oh. Oh dear. Sorry. So, yeah, um, they're stood in the windows and they're flaunting in their stuff and trying to get your attention. And I'm looking at them, but not really. And then we get further in and it's absolutely chock a block with people. You can't fucking move. And you've got like restaurants and uh, cl- uh, clubs and cafes and stuff like that in the red light district Kissing with strippers five in. Guys, right? <laughs> five girls, mate. But why can't it still be five guys? That's not the red light district. That's why it's purple light. What? So what? There was no male strippers in the red light. Yeah. Really? No males. It was all female. Sexist bastards. You had a different. If I want to get my dick out for that. Oh. Yeah, that's that's what the purple light is: is gays and transsexuals and stuff. And men. That's what gay is. Well, you can have gay women. You can have heterosexual men that want to get their dick out and maybe attract a woman. Where, where do they go? Prison. <laughs> <laughs> you gave uh, me with so much sincerity. <laughs> prison. <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, <coughs> 47 minutes ago, we started like absolute shit. It's good to be back. It is. So you'd have random people um, walking through the streets 
and they were trying to get you to take drugs, basically. Not weed, like oh, drugs. Oh, hardcore. Hardcore shit. Damn. This is where you shoot up. Ooh. And... Ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you'd have no. these people coming over, and I could only work out one word, which was cocaine. Okay. And they obviously weren't Dutch or whatever, because these guys... They just didn't have a Dutch accent. I, I could understand the Dutch accent. These guys, I could not understand very well. And they were just going, Cocaine DNA. I was like, Cocaine what? DNA. And that's what I, <clears throat> that's what I got from it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, basically, it's cocaine MDMA. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh, shit. Sounds like a blast. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, no, no thanks. Every time. And it started to get really fucking annoying because they'd be approaching you every five seconds. It was tits, cocaine, DNA. Tits, cocaine, DNA. And <laughs> I just, I'm not about that life, you know? Like... What? <laughs> <laughs> Bombarded from each angle with shit you don't want to see. No, I can't look at the tits. No, the drugs. <laughs> the tits and the drugs. God damn it. Oh, there's a duck. I'll have a look at that one for a minute. <laughs> don't mind me, guys. We're just going to go and hang around by the pond. So we went to a curry house, right? And it was called the Karma Sutra. Okay. Now, would it not be better to have called it the Korma Sutra? <laughs> Why are you questioning their business antics right now? Because they're, they're missing a trick, I feel. The Korma Sutra would be the, the the best name for a curry house in the red light district. Would you not agree? I think they might have been able to throw a bit of a sexual twist in there more than Korma Sutra. What, like, like what? Come on, Sandra. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but... You know what the Karma Sutra is? Yes. Yeah, book of sex. And a Korma is a curry. Well, how about you phone them up? Instead of being awkward and not looking at tits, you should have gone in there and said, can I speak to your manager, please? I think we can change the name of this. They were like, oh, what do you want, cocaine? <laughs> yeah, cocaine DNA. <laughs> well, I didn't have a curry because I, I felt sick from all the tits. Oh, um, God. Are you sure you're going down the right like sexual path? <laughs> I should have been in the, the other place. You should have been in the purple light. No, I just felt like I wouldn't say sick is the right word. It was, it was more embarrassed and like anxious and stuff, and I, my stomach was uneasy. So everyone else had curries, and I think I had like a poppadom, maybe some cocaine DNA. <laughs> and we left. We went to a bar and had a drink. And such was my such was my discomfort at. Um, the surroundings uh, I was able to sit and watch half of a football match and not complain right, I'd rather do that than go out and look at boobies there's so much wrong with you right. well, I don't agree with how they are portrayed in the red light district but that's boobs it's different it's when, boobs. You, when you're there it's boobs like it's different it's boobs but it gets better right better than boobs better than boobs Mate, unless you've got fucking superpowers nothing's better than boobs gets better than boobs Okay. If, you, if you're lying to me, I, I think we've said boobs. A third boob. <laughs> okay, no, that's grim. <laughs> no, um, so once we finished in the bar, we went for another walk around the red light district and we went into an erotic museum. Okay. Now, 
I wasn't sure what to expect, and it was very bizarre because we got in there. You didn't know what to expect. Hang on, it's an erotic museum. You weren't expecting to see steam trains, were you? <laughs> You're not going to see. <laughs> Well, I've come into this erotic museum, and Thomas. all I've all I've seen is Thomas and friends. <laughs> I've seen well dressed men and steam trains. This is not what I was after. <laughs> I was going to make a Thomas the Tank orgy joke, but I couldn't think of how to. Anyway, so we went into this erotic museum, and there was a Chinese woman behind the desk, and she was like, "Museum's going to close in one minute," and I was like. Oh, you bashed one out in quicker than that. Not the museum, sorry. The, the gift oh. shop. <laughs> gift shop's going to close in one minute. And I said, oh, right, okay, cool. She was like, so you need to go in there. I was like, I don't want to go in there. She was like, no, you're going gift shop. I'm like, <laughs> Why have you I don't, don't want to go in the gift shop. And she was like, well, it's closing in one minute. You have to go in the gift shop. I was like, oh, my Christ. And I looked in the gift shop, just sort of poked my head in and went, oh, yeah. And then just walked up the stairs. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? It's because people just, look at you and think they could take full advantage of you. Obviously. Oh. So we went upstairs and... Started stretching my leg there. <laughs> went upstairs and there was like mannequins everywhere and display cabinets with raunchy pictures in and there was one mannequin that was having a piss in a trough. <laughs> you know, it's the usual. Um, How'd you do? I see them in M&S sometimes. There were a few... Um, you know those things you can stand behind and put your head in that yeah. like make you look like something yeah there was a couple of them that was just like naked women or whatever and I, I took a picture of my stepbrother in it and well, what are you doing Sebro? <laughs> oh no you've been calling him your brother this whole yeah. time he is, he is but well he's my stepbrother but I think of him as a brother oh um, god and then I went to take a picture of his girlfriend in it and I was like hang on no this is weird <laughs> So, yeah, and then we sat down and we watched, like, this medical cartoon of this guy laid in a bed with this massive erection, and the woman just comes over and starts giving him a tit wank. And I was like, what is going on? And we're all just sat there, and I remember videoing it on my phone and sort of just panning the camera around, and my brother is just like, yeah, this is good. And his girlfriend's just like... What are we watching? <laughs> Why did he bring his girlfriend to Amsterdam? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There are so many better places. <laughs> so, yeah, and then once we finished watching that, there was like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves and they all had their dicks out. And... Oh, you like that? That's what the guy in the <laughs> shop gave you earlier. And then I paid a euro for a machine to tell me that my sex drive was failing. So that was good. Well, yeah. Actually, that's spot on. That's probably the best euro you ever I knew it was going to happen, but to be fair, it did say, which are you, male or female, and I accidentally clicked female. (laughs) (laughs) Still a good result. Yeah. So then next was the Peep Show, um, which isn't the classic British TV show with uh, David Mitchell and Robert Webb in. It was a naked woman flashing her tits and ass in a booth it's not really peeping then is it it depends on how you looked at her well peeping comes across quite creepily so if it was it was creepy she's just revealing right so to anyone that doesn't know what a peep show is essentially you've got this round circular 
That's right. Thing. No. <laughs> and there's about I don't know, ten or so booths all around the edge of this round circular thing. Okay. She lays in the middle of this round circular bed and rotates mm-hmm. as people in these booths that have got blackout mirrors can look in at her. Right? Okay. I didn't want to do this. No, I can imagine why not. And my stepbrother, my brother, and his girlfriend went in first, and I was waiting outside, and I looked up, and there was a notice above one of the booth doors that said, there's a 50 euro charge if you piss in the booth. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing here? How like, often what, does that happen? How did I get here? You said yes. The end. <laughs> and... you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you said yes to your brother inviting you to Amsterdam. Yeah, well, that's how I got here, literally. But why? Why is that a thing? Why? Why? So somebody must have pissed in the booth enough times. Yes. For that to warrant a sign. Whoops. Right. Yes. Why? Because we're in a world full of freaks. But that's not the worst thing about it, right? So I go into this booth. What if you coomed? Oh, there's no <laughs> chance of that, mate. I was fucking inverted. No, but why? So. What's the charge for the cooming? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, my, my cables are having a fucking nightmare here. So, I get into the booth. Okay. And I stand right at the back. Even though it's blackout glass, you could still just about make out a silhouette of people. Because okay. they're right up against it, fucking pervs. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm stood right at the door at the back of the booth. And I've paid a, I don't know... 50 two, charge two euros or some floor. shit like that yeah <laughs> and I'm watching this woman and I was a little bit annoyed because she put her ass in everyone's window except for mine but well, you, mate you couldn't even stare at tits <laughs> yeah but what makes you think you were going to be alright with that I'm an ass man oh for fuck's sake <laughs> so I'm an ass man ski ba 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 da ba I'm an ass man ski me dee 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 so yeah, um, you can't believe you just twisted I scat man to ass man. I hate you. That's that's a different type of scat. So it's an STD. No, scat is uh, when you're into shit. Oh yeah, scrap man, scrap <laughs> scrappy do. So I left the booth yeah. having not pissed myself or jizzed everywhere. Oh, fuck. And as we were on our way out, there were some like, you know, you can get those photo booths where you go and sit in and get your picture taken it was like that but it was for wanking <laughs> and the oh, it's rank but there was we should probably give a warning at the beginning of this episode I <laughs> will be I'll, I'll not put PG in. at all there was bins in there nah yeah no, and they uh, were overflowing yeah, god oh, that's right? a genuine gag there don't do that to me I'm crying do you remember last episode when I said I got a bin full of sperm yes <laughs> that, that's not an exaggeration in this case <laughs> so yeah we quickly uh, left there even though my brother was trying to get me to go in one but I was like nah 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 no amount of money can entice me to get maybe ten but so we left ten what ten buckets of cum <laughs> I'll have ten spunks, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then we uh, left, and next up on the agenda was um, a, <coughs> a live sex show. So, 
who organised this? Who planned this trip? Nobody. It was a spur of the moment thing. Really? That's really boring. Like, we you... didn't know what we were doing when we got there. You didn't even remotely venture away from one subject when you were in Amsterdam, did you? It was either drugs or fucking sexual. There is another thing we did, but it's not as half as interesting. Oh, okay. Um, it was a science centre. Oh, yeah, don't tell that. Yeah, That's it was, boring. Fuck. It was quite interesting, but... Um, <laughs> so, yeah, we left and we got to outside the sex show. Now, there was two places that were showing this sex show. Obviously different people. Um, yeah. One place caught us just um, outside and was like, oh, come in here, I'll give you a discount, don't go over there because they'll rip you off. And mate, don't take any pictures because um, I had a massive fuck-off camera around my neck at the time. And he said, I'd recommend you put your camera away or go and take it home or something. Wait, didn't he try like get your attention? Yeah. So he's demanding you do all these things, yet he's the one that's come out of his way to grab your attention and give you a discount to come into his sex show. Yeah. What a dick. Well, he just wanted the business. Yeah, but you can, you can come in. Please, I need discount. Come in. That camera, you better take that off, though. No, he was. He wasn't saying it to uh, say that I couldn't come in if I was going to have a camera. He was saying, "Take the camera off and take it home, or else you're going to get robbed." Basically. Okay. Well, so he was. I thought. Yeah. You, so I got the good. Take... I got the impression that he was a nice guy in a stingy area. Yeah. But he was like, "Oh, yeah, there's a lot of fucking idiots around here. Oh, I okay. take your camera." I home thought you were saying you. obviously you can't take pictures of the show. No, because I did take the camera in to a sex show but not that one um, so we went across the road and went to a different one <laughs> what he said was gonna, what that one, one's going to rip me off I'm going to go yeah so we went to the rip off one <laughs> and this massive Russian guy right big bold burly Evil. fucking Russian guy was stood in the doorway and I was intimidated as shit so I come up looking like a fucking scrawny ass ginger virgin <laughs> piss head yeah, right 50 cents and not quite and <laughs> no I was saying like you had to pay 50 cents oh for piss. I wasn't just ripping into 50 cents so he's I get to the door ginger. that's what I was thinking what the fuck I get to the door and he's like and he holds his hand out I realised the listeners couldn't see that <laughs> he holds it holds his hand out I didn't know how much it was even though there was a sign on the door I hadn't read it and my brother and his girlfriend had just gone straight in. And I give over what I had in my hand. Yeah. Because I was like, well, if it's more, he needs to tell me. I give it over, he's like... He pulls this, like, face of, like, what the fuck are you doing? Get the fuck out. He looked really angry. And I was like, more? <laughs> <laughs> and I looked like, are you taking the piss? More? Not like Oliver Twist, you know. Please, sir. That'd really switch up that story, wouldn't it? So, <laughs> He's asking for more fucking clunge. <laughs> oh, that's so a I horrible word. I'm more. so sorry. Uh, yeah, I don't. I do not like the word clunge. <laughs> don't tell me that. Oh. I was apologising to the listeners, not you. And yeah, so I go in, and he's like, "No big jars," and I'm like, "Okay, please don't hurt me." So we go in. I'm sitting at the back, and he's keeping an eye on me for the entire time. 
He's got a sex show to watch. What the fuck's wrong with him? He prefer he's probably seen it a lot, ginger. to be fair, and I imagine he probably gets a lot of it yeah. being the size that he is. probably partaked in some. Yeah. So, he's watching me the, the entire time, which kind of kills the mood. But, when we go in, the stage is drawn, the curtains are drawn on the stage, and they open, and this woman comes out in, like, next to nothing. And she starts doing, like, a pole dance on the stage. To the theme uh, of Skyfall by Adele and she walks into the middle of the two aisles that we've yeah. got and starts to pole dance in a pole that's come up from the floor oh, nice. the and goes into the, the ceiling it was pretty cool, it was like a proper theatre yeah. sort of thing that really changed the story of the Lion King Phantom of the Opera see that in the air <laughs> and uh she starts dancing and it was amazing to watch to be fair she had a lot of talent well pole dancing is more of a sport than a sexual thing as well funny enough I, I had a, a woman that I worked with um, at Morrison's for a while and she did pole dancing yeah. she was in the advert yeah but she did it with her dad yeah it's a good sport it? and I, I wasn't sure how to feel about that yeah but that's the thing though about pole dancing it's been portrayed so sexually for no yeah. reason because it's because you can do such magnificent things with with the pole, I guess, but half naked or full yeah. naked, that it's just been sexualized. But in reality, the amount of muscle groups and everything that's got to use to keep yourself on the pole to do all these amazing dance moves on the pole, I yeah, I can imagine it's pretty fucking athletic and, and the good. Well, the the thing that amazed me about it was that she climbed right to the top of this thing, which was probably a good sort of fifteen foot in the air. Jesus, and she dropped. And she caught herself right at the end by crossing her legs yeah. around the pole. Fucking and I thought, burns. fucking hell, yeah, fair enough. But it was inches from the floor. Yeah. And I was like, wow, fair play. That's that's pretty cool. So she put her pole away and then uh, <laughs> and went off. And then the next, I can't remember what order it was in, but these are the people that came on. A bloke... I thought you were going to actually give their names, like... Darren. Big Dick Dan. (laughs) There was a name for one of them. El Grande. Ah. That was his name, right? So El Grande came on the stage. That's Ariana's brother. (laughs) (laughs) Del Grande. (laughs) And it was this old bloke, or what I thought was an old bloke, right? Because it was a guy in one of these silicon face masks. (laughs) Now, I've got one of those. So I was like, hey... It's <laughs> a future career for me, and he came on the stage and he had like this walking stick and a big trench coat and looked a bit dodgy to be fair. So he took his stuff off, and he was in like next to nothing, just his boxes. Yeah, and he said, "Can I have a volunteer?" Did you put your hand up? No, you my brother tried to get me. Of to course, put my he hand up. Because you're going there. He, is, he yeah. was like, "Oh, like that," pointing at me. And I sort of sunk down in my chair. But then this woman gets up and she goes onto stage. And whether this actually happened or whether it was done for like audience belief or whatever, but she was sucking him off on the stage. Oh, yeah, that's that's an actress. Right? That's somebody that's so I think show. it was, I don't know. Really? Right? Because later on she gets up again for something else. Yeah. Completely unrelated. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But. She um, 
Yeah, she was sucking him off behind his like oh, towel thing. I'll never say that again. That what she? No, <laughs> the idea of you. Uh, you got to imagine as well. We're all imagining you witnessing this. It's not us as ourselves witnessing this. Yeah. This is you, and you're also saying the words. So you saying sucking him off. I can picture <laughs> it through your little skinny ginger mind. This guy getting sucked off by a woman. It's just really grim to think about. <laughs> well, it happens. So, <laughs> yeah, once that one was over, um, this woman comes onto stage with a Bahamas get-up, like coconut bra on okay. and everything. And she was hot, to be fair. And <laughs> I was like, hmm, okay, yeah, I'll go for a bit of that. I feel about this podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> then a monkey comes on. And um, <laughs> what? Yeah, so a guy in a gorilla costume comes on and whips his banana out. Oh yeah, quite literally a banana. Yeah, and she starts doing things with it. Yeah, and she calls up uh, about four volunteers from the audience. Right, and I'm like, oh no. Wait, so this random woman that's already been called up is not? No, no, no. This is a different woman. This oh, okay, is the Bahamas okay. woman. Oh yes, of course. Sorry, my bad. So molding into one. Coco tits, as I call her, right? Right. (laughs) She sounds like chocolate. She. (laughs) Oh, imagine Coco Pops did that as a fucking cereal. Yeah, I'll have some. Coco tits. Yeah, they did Coco Rocks at one point, so it wouldn't be much better than nut tits, wouldn't it? Coco nuts. Anyway, um, so I don't know. It's hot, man. (laughs) So. Wait, the show or the... <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Both. Oh. Okay, so Coco Tits has got four so volunteers So these up. four volunteers have been picked from the audience, and it was very nearly me. She pointed in my direction, but it was the guy in front of me, and I was like, oh, thank Christ for that. Because oh. it was like, they point at you, and you go, no, no, no. And then they'd be like, no, come on, come on, get up, get up. Oh, no. And I hate that. Like yeah, fair enough. You've got to have audience members uh, yeah, as volunteers, shag, but so. so she comes uh, up with these four volunteers. She lays down, right? She pulls her panties aside. Yeah. Shoves this banana inside her. Mate, you've not. Virgin. <laughs> Bob's and Virgin. <laughs> and each member of the audience that has gone up has to take a bite. Right, and you would so, love that fishy mm-hmm. banana. It depends on the size of the bite, right? So right. if the person that goes up first takes a small bite, yeah, fair enough. But if they take a big bite, there's less banana for everyone else to bite, and it's getting closer <laughs> and closer to her vagina. Vagine. So <laughs> this, even your storytelling on this is making the whole situation awkward. Like I'm sat here with you. This is the most awkward. Part. I, uh, <laughs> this is, oh shit! This is so. This is just horrible. How do you think I feel? I was the one experiencing it. <laughs> <laughs> you better put some like cheering music behind this. Cause <laughs> I could murder a podcast timeline story <laughs> music. <laughs> so on May twenty fourth. Um, Does that mean you got? That's that <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Right. Um, banana story. Yeah. Oh. So these guys and girls were eating the banana, and the woman that had gone up before also went up uh, this time. Yeah. 
and she just started randomly flashing her tits in the show. What, a random woman? A random woman. Oh, God. And I was like, oh. And she did have a better pair than the Bahamas woman, I have to admit. Okay. Right? But <laughs> it was unexpected. I really hope your mum listened. Hi, man. <laughs> Mate, me and my mum are... What's the word? Tight. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you the listeners won't know this, but Alex was just there <laughs> shaking his hand with his fingers crossed, like to imply that they're close. And he's Don't like use the word tight. <laughs> We've just been talking about machines. Fucking and bombs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I gone up. So that was that and then came the thing that everyone was waiting for. The live sex. Right so, down to the end of the banana. Well, she just took it out and then wandered off, basically. <laughs> Fanny fired it out. Just, you know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, so she wanders off. <laughs> and then this woman comes out. And she's led on a bed with this dude. Mm. And they're sort of just led there. They're not doing anything for a, about starts. two minutes. They're just sort of kissing. Got to warm up. And I'm sat there like, right, okay, is this the actual sex? <laughs> is this sex? Is this the sex <laughs> that everyone has been talking about? Oh, in that case, I've made about three people pregnant. <laughs> and then he proceeds to uh, enter her. And it was graphic details, the most boring thing I've ever watched. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Don't look at me like that. You're like, the most boring thing I've ever watched. <laughs> like, mate, it's not like that in real life, okay? It's very much entertaining. It's fucking boring. Because <laughs> you weren't shagging her. No. Or him. I like, can't judge. It was boring. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was expecting. Like, well, probably some fucking variation a of a porn. to come but... through and some party poppers to go, <laughs> Yeah, he's finished. <laughs> But yeah, it lasted about, I don't know, five minutes. Is that what he lasted? Fuck it, when he's shagging about three times an hour. Well, the curtains closed whilst they were still going. So it's like we didn't even oh, get to see the end of the show. Oh, they're getting paid to have sex. Yeah. Oh, mate, I'm going around stuff. So, that's like watching Endgame. But just but before the watching snap. The cur- <laughs> yeah. like just before the snap, the curtains closed. It's like, thank you for watching. <laughs> it's like, you see... Um, Thanos get the the stones removed and he's like <gasps> I am inevitable like, like, he clicks uh, his fingers and nothing happens and he's like what and the stones have gone and then he's like who's taking the stones and then it cuts before you see who's taken the stones yeah he looks over at Tony and then it cuts no he, he doesn't even look over at Tony oh so you just like, imagine it yeah so you've like, got to literally imagine gone? oh no where well, the sperm's to be honest, going though, end game you had no idea where that was going no you kind of know what was going on after the curtains closed. I don't know. I mean, they could be playing chess. His stones were going in and out. I don't know what stones. was going on. He's got kidney stones. <laughs> He's passing them through while shagging her. <laughs> Just hear him scream. Like, ah! <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's a bit vibrate you, isn't it? <laughs> look at that. Yeah, look at that. That abscess in the middle of the fucking screen. <laughs> Oh, oh no! That's going to be fun editing. That is going to be fun editing. It's about the one hour and seventeen minute mark. I can't believe we've been recording for this long. <laughs> no, 
So, uh, basically, that was the Red Line District. There wasn't much else that went on. No. And if I hadn't have interrupted and made the story entertaining, it would have been about 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, there's not a lot else that really happened. Let me just have a read through. Let him have Oh, yeah, I tried weed. <laughs> <laughs> I like it how I, I take away the sex stuff, but not the weedy yeah. well, thing. To be fair, okay, explain your experience with uh, weed then. So obviously, we I'd done the edible before, and I tried the cookie. Yeah. Uh, later on, when we got back from the red light district, which I ate more out of hunger than anything else. <laughs> um, well, that's works. That's going to give you more of the munchies. Yeah. So, the next day we set off. And went to this Nemo Science Centre, which, if anyone ever goes to Amsterdam, I'd definitely recommend that. It's quite fun. And then we went to a, a crazy golf thing that was pirate-themed for some reason. I don't know why. It was, like, it was pitch black in there, but everyone was everything was illuminated via, like, neon paint and stuff. Okay. It was very weird, but it was all pirate-themed. So I don't know what was going on there. And then... We went to um, a restaurant where, when they found out we were British, we got, like, treated as royalty. <coughs> Before that, they were like, yeah, sit downstairs. And then when we were like, oh, cheers, thanks, they were like, oh, you're from England. Come on up. <laughs> don't know why they're from South Africa. but um, oh, Then no. we went to the Red Light District again, just a bit of a wander around. And then we went to um, the Three Floors Coffee Shop which did look like a crack den because it had all these ultraviolet lights everywhere and you go up these really narrow stairs and there was a woman sat in the corner of the room munching on her boyfriend's face and some guy that was completely zoned out in the corner uh, listening to music <laughs> so right. I was like okay so we took a seat and I got my water out Thought I'd asked the bloke for water. <laughs> yeah, we all went in, and he was like, "All right, well, if you're going to sit in here, you need to buy a drink." That was like the general rule. Yeah. And my brother was like, "Okay, give me a whatever," and his girlfriend was like, yeah, "Give me that," and I was like, "Got any water?" <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, fucking water, Alex! Come on!" So I I got the water, and it tasted like shit, <laughs> but it was water, so can't complain sat up the top and we smoked a doobie right <laughs> oh, is this the last big thing of this story is yeah. this doobie okay so <laughs> we did the doob and no, don't say that <laughs> do the doob doobie de doob <laughs> doobie doobie doob <laughs> oh. and it didn't really do anything I was very surprised I was taking tokes on the marijuana smoke. And we were all just sat there and just chilling. And my brother was like, yeah, we'll get going a minute when I can feel my limbs again. I was like, how much have you had? And he's like, I just took it too quickly. I'm like, oh, okay. And then we left eventually after it was just not working and I was just sat there not enjoying myself because I just felt like I was in a crack den. And this very... I don't know why it was just full of intimidating Russian guys 
but this bold dude comes up and he's like move like that to this guy who's zoned out with music of course he can't hear him because he's got fucking headphones in and he's like hey I said move and he just shoves him to the side and you're like what the fuck <laughs> this is going to end badly so we left and then we went to McDonald's and on the way we bought a muffin which was laced with the weed and I don't know why you kept trying after it you literally took the most genuine straight route to get <laughs> it, it in the work. system and it still didn't fucking do anything I was just coughing did you store it in your cheeks no <laughs> that's what a lot of people have said but no I, I genuinely didn't and because I've never smoked in my life I've never smoked anything yeah right so I knew that you had to take it in unlike a cigar where you sort of keep it in your mouth yeah um, and so I sort of just was steadily sort of breathing in and None. <laughs> and <laughs> just so I just yeah, I've just heard that, you know. But when I was breathing it in, it was like burning my throat as it was going down, and it was the weirdest feeling. Yeah, you're not meant to inhale anything other than oxygen. Like, yeah, you know. Obviously, the only other thing I've actually smoked was a vape, and that was only once um, when I was very very drunk, and this girl turned it up to max. So when I did it, it burnt my teeth. It was fucking horrible. She found it funny. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite funny. You were in pain. I mean, it's hilarious. It wasn't funny, but we don't speak anymore. <laughs> well, it's not, not because of that. I wouldn't keep burning your bridges, mate. <laughs> she burnt my teeth. So, yeah, um, we went to McDonald's, and uh, on the way we had a, bar- a, a bounty, a brownie, and this affected me. Okay. This was the only thing that seemed to actually work because I had the whole thing, <coughs> and. We were sat in McDonald's, and I just remember hysterically laughing mm-hmm. at the fact that the word for wet floor in Dutch is pisso. Right? Now, that's kind of funny when you're sober. Yeah. But to see that, and I'm like, hey, <laughs> that sign over there says pisso. <laughs> and it's wet. <laughs> and I, we just lost it. And yeah, that was that's my memories of weed. Then the next day, we just went and looked in some shops. Had some banging pancakes, fucking awesome. And then we were like, oh yeah, we'll go there later on the next day. And when we did go there the next day, we went to a different one because that one was busy. But the treatment we got in both establishments was completely different. The first place, the guy came up and said. Hey, come, come in and welcome to my pancake place. You know, have some. He was Italian. I don't know. And <laughs> was it Mario? Papa the Boopy. <laughs> and hey, it's me, Mario. You come for my pancakes. <laughs> and he gave us this little keyring with like a clog on it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then in the next one, we didn't get that. And my coffee that I ordered hmm. had a nice little leaf in it Lovely. with uh, the, co- the cog. Cog, yeah. clog, the clog, thing in it. Yeah, so yeah. that was cool. And then the other one, she fucking come over. She says, well, "What do you want?" She wanted Italian. She did not. She's from London. <laughs> and uh, I said, <laughs> oh, I ordered exactly the same thing, basically." Yeah. And she was all right. Okay. Walks off, comes back, plonks my coffee down. It spills over the edge of the mug. I'm like, there was no leaf on it. I didn't get a clog, and the pancakes were rank, and the place was empty. So I'm like, right, okay, don't go there. Never again. Don't know what it was called. So, Pancakes of Amsterdam. That was what it was called. 
Um, and then on the way back, we got in the taxi, and I wasn't happy with the taxi driver because he parked in a really stupid place, and then was trying to get us to hurry up to get in the taxi. <laughs> they're like, right, you just parked in the middle of a main road, and there's cars. So what do you want us to do? But then I warmed to him because we were close to the airport and he stopped at a red light and this pigeon <laughs> it walked across the red light to the other side right. right and he was like see enough why he walk <laughs> it's incredible <laughs> I was like oh my god it's like it's like Borat <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and then um we were waiting in the airport. I went into the equivalent of Waterstones. Realised all the books were in Dutch, so I couldn't oh, read really? them. Really? Yeah. Oh, really? In a, in a, and then uh, uh, we got back with literally no trouble at all because Gatwick was empty, and that was that. And sort of my conclusion from this was that before I was a very sort of timid guy. What do you mean before? I mean before. You've seen an extra... Right, I was... Listen, alright, stop fucking interrupting and listen. <laughs> before, I was a very timid guy and I would... I wouldn't say boo to a goose. Um, but after, nothing had changed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... What do you mean like, you wouldn't say boo to a goose? I've seen your anger spouts growing up. I yeah, know exactly I, I, what kind of attitude you've got. Yeah, but... I don't and tend to like a, confrontation. A boo to a goose would be literally the minimal outcome to you when you're angry. You would kick that goose so far in its fucking gooch that <laughs> <laughs> the little shit wouldn't need its wings to fly. I mean, that's the nicest thing you've said to me in a while. Well, yeah. But I'm, I'm angry. <laughs> no, it's, it's, a, for a, it's a funny anger, though. Like I say, one of my fondest memories is you getting angry, turning around in such a haste that your fucking scarf can't keep up with your momentum. <laughs> Well, what I mean to say is I didn't have very much confidence in myself or want to explore things. Yeah. Um, Whereas when I arrived back home, I was in want of something to do, something mad to do. Yeah. Because I've done some mad shit in my life anyway. (laughs) Yeah, I know. To the point where I've got some really cool stories. Told some. This was one of them. Um... Yeah, like the Would I Lie to You episode we've done. Some of them were true and they were a bit weird. But The superhero story? The superhero story. Banging, but fucking weird. So, I wanted something else weird to do. And I was like, when I got home, I was like, oh, okay, right. Well, I'm back to normality now. This is strange. I don't like it. I want to explore the world I can more. imagine after seeing all that and then the first thing you see is your angel of a mother. Mm. And you're like, oh, no. I've sinned today. I've sinned on this <laughs> Forgive day. Forgive me, mother, for I have sinned. <laughs> and Mummy, I thought tits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I just wanted to go out and see other places and go and do some mad shit and have some more stories to tell, but I couldn't because of COVID. And it really fucked everything up. And the conclusion I get from it is you should do things regardless of whether you want to or not. Um, obviously, within a <laughs> limit. I would prefer not to stab myself in the stomach, but Alex told me that I should probably do it anyway. There was a quote I saw recently um, yeah. that I quite liked, and it was, 
be afraid, but do it anyway. <laughs> Fuck bitches, get money. <laughs> no. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. Home sweet home. <laughs> <laughs> be back by ten. <laughs> Gone fishing. No, it was... Um, be afraid, but do it anyway. And I think that's quite a good thing to live by because fear can hold you back. It's there for a reason, obviously. Sorry, now my eye was stuck together. I wasn't looking at you shocked then. Okay. I was trying to spread my eyelids apart because <laughs> my eyelashes got caught. I looked at Josh and he's like, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> yeah, I had really wide eyes, but I was trying to... I was smiling because I'm laughing. Obviously, it's a funny podcast. <laughs> Alex is a little... Shared, um, but then I'm trying to separate my eyelids. I've not got conjunctivitis. <laughs> just on occasion, that my eyelashes. Sometimes the spunk just they get, sticks your eyes yeah, together. Yeah, they get tangled together, and you're like, yeah. yeah. So I think yeah, fear is there for a reason, but I think you should embrace it, and it makes you a better person. It makes you become the best version of yourself if you can do something you were afraid of with no regrets afterwards you know so I didn't want to go to Amsterdam because I thought it was a crack den basically and <laughs> just looking at me <laughs> you've not looked at me this whole podcast when you've been explaining and now you're trying <laughs> to get like a whole heartfelt and I'm, I'm like you, you, you know I bounce shit like this off of you all the time and you, yeah, but you've got just, good shit to okay, come well, back out I'm just me. seeing it as you went there and saw tits and you still got terrified yeah no but there, there was a deeper meaning to it and I haven't got it written down so I'm trying to <laughs> Articulate. I it. can understand what you're trying to say, but your trip, if I was a single man, sounds like heaven to an extent. Obviously, the taking advantage of women in those situations is absolutely shite. In in that sense, I wish it would change. But it's tits. I fucking hated it when I was there in the red light district, right? But I'm glad that I did it because a I don't have to do it again, um, and b. Well, you know I've what? done it and I've got a story to tell yeah. from it that's funny and you know and what, is, what well, is life about if not about stories I admire the fact you went there because even though I think I would be still uncomfortable in that situation probably more comfortable than you would be because I don't know I've obviously been in a relationship five years that does change your personality I'm not going to go being with Kelsey anyway mm-hmm. but it's just not my thing I would prefer to take a trip up to Alaska yeah. If I wanted to do something out of my comfort zone, I would do something like that. Or go to Spain. I got no reason to go to Spain, but it sounds <laughs> nice. <laughs> you know? So I admire the fact you still went to Amsterdam and obviously you were doing it in your yes man series phase and you did a lot in that in that part of your life, but um yeah, I wouldn't go. Yeah. So fair play to you for that. Well, yeah, I, I say that I did it because I was like oh it's something I don't want to do so therefore I should do it which is generally how you should approach life um, but obviously I was doing my yes man thing so therefore I didn't really have a choice because I didn't want to fail that just because I'd encountered something that was different to what I would usually do because I've done a, a lot of weird shit in the yes man thing some of it I haven't written down so I've probably forgotten but I know I've done some weird shit um, and this is one of them but it's an experience and I'm glad I've done it and it's it's added to your stories yeah it's a memory that I'll have for a long time I imagine you can tell your grandkids <laughs> back in 2020 <laughs> and it was as well mm. wasn't it? So Grandpa back Simpsons two, come back back out. in 2020 I went to Red Light District. They were titties. 
everything I just said there I've got w- worded oh, for better. For fuck's sake, you just had to scroll down a little bit. So what's the lessons here? <laughs> <laughs> you should be open to trying new things. If you don't make any changes in your life, nothing will have the chance to improve. I like being on my own, but sometimes you should go out and experience things with friends and family. You can always have time for yourself. You can't get rid of you, so be grateful that others want to spend time with you. The smallest gestures can have the greatest impact, and even the smallest events can have the deepest meanings. That was very heartfelt. I think we should end it off with the, uh, with a song. The purple light <laughs> is a delight. The women have a dick. Your bit. <laughs> no. I can't remember the lyrics. Oh, no need to fear. It. Uh, what was that? It. I can't remember. Someone about hair, wasn't it? Um. It's all fair. Oh yeah. It's. Uh, don't be scared. It's all fair. They have facial, facial hair. hair. And if you don't take anything away from that song, you're a fucking idiot. Okay, right. Here's here's a challenge for okay. people. So recently on Jack Makes Happy Hour, the hosts discussed the story of Skinned Tom. Right? This is and really random. It's not. Okay. Skinned Tom has a song that goes with it, but... Stevie couldn't remember how the song goes um, and so he made up his own song they challenged their listeners to make a song with those lyrics right. and like send it to them Yeah. and one guy did Okay. and I can't remember his name but I d- we do follow him because he was decent and if anyone has any instruments and they want to make Mate, we're not at that point a purple <laughs> A purple a light, purple light district song. <laughs> then just fucking go for it and send it to us. So should we we just go for again on the actual lyrics we've made up so far? Well, they can take it from the start, can't they? I don't know because we say it earlier, and that was like the actual lyrics. The purple light, what a delight! The purple light, a what a delight! The, the women, women all have dicks. <laughs> <laughs> don't be scared. Um... It's, it's all, all fair. fair. They've all got facial hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you want to do that, um, send it to us. You can either send genitalia it to us. Genitalia Bush. Vi- Hang on, you're adding to it. Adding, uh, yeah, genitalia <laughs> Bush, surrounded by good Kush. <laughs> <laughs> Alex ate some brownies. <laughs> Get a curry or two. <laughs> curry or um, two. The red light, not blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even oh, this is forever ingrained on the internet, by the way. <laughs> I can't even remember. Get a curry or two. The red light, red light, not blue. What, what was the first? I was genitalia bush surrounded by good kush. Then uh, you said go to the sex shop where a mannequin pisses on you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> go to the sex museum because the gift shop's only open for a minute. Yeah, just have it drag on. 
go to the gift shop it's only open for a minute and the Chinese woman behind the desk really wants you to go in there despite you not wanting to go in there but it's only open for a minute so you might as well you put your head in but it's not <laughs> genitalia bush surrounded by good kush but you need to get into the gift shop really quickly because it's only open for one more minute and there's some really good interesting stuff in there there's just one chord well if that's not a good way to end this podcast I don't know why it is so Thanks for listening to my god-awful fucking butchered story of me going and being awkward in Amsterdam. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Next time we'll probably do... We're starting a new series called What Would You Do If? Oh, yes. um, Which is a hypothetical situation. So, if anybody has a hypothetical situation or scenario or question that you could send us, please, please do because then we'll answer those in the episode and we'll tag you in it and feature you in the episode or whatever. Um, So, yeah, send us those via Instagram DMs. There's a post you can comment on that if you want. Um, I'll probably post another story about it so you can comment on that or whatever. All right, you're a Chinese lady. Um, No, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. (laughs) Jennifer Bush. Surrounded by (laughs) Bush. Yeah, so we'll probably do that next time. Thanks again to everyone that's said nice things to us. We really appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate everybody, you know. All right, kiss us. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, join us next time for another episode of USP. See you later. I'm a scat man. <laughs>